What's up, everybody? This is Zach with the Jam Space Podcast. We're on a journey to the Stone Code Truth together. All of us. I don't know what the rules are on Spotify or all these podcast platforms about playing music on here that don't belong to me. But man, I was just jamming some Rolling Stones and that shit got me feeling so good. And I wish I could share it with you guys, but I don't think I can. Today is February the 1st. It's the first of the month and it's a Monday. That's a combination of things to get shit done. Today we got a great dude. He's a bass player from Mothership. None other than Mr. Kyle Jewett. He really needs no introduction. But if you guys aren't aware who Mothership is, they're a three-piece heavy rock fucking extravaganza out of Dallas, Texas. And... Kyle is one of the coolest guys in the scene, man. He's uh, involved in a lot of things. I talked to him about what they're doing with all their downtime. You know, everybody's doing different things right now. Uh, Mothership was on a couple of festivals this year. Festivals are starting to get canceled, so I figured I'd see if he knew what the deal was on Psycho because I have tickets to that. I've had tickets since last year. And I'd like to go, man. I'd like to go see my boys. They also got a lot of my favorite bands out of NOLA that are playing there. Exhorter, I Hate God, fucking Crowbar is there, dude. Down is there. Uh, Mothership's going to be there. It's going to be a fucking family event. I'm really looking forward to that in August. I hope that it happens. And if not, you know, it is what it is. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. This is Mr. Kyle Jewett. <clears throat> Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Kyle, what's happening, man? Uh, not much, dude. What, what are you up to? Nothing, bro. I, I was just trying to get a holiday. I didn't know if your phone had died or what, bro. Oh, uh, man, I was just eating some chicken wings and lost track of time. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Fucking hey. <laughs> well, shit, dude, I'm already rolling, bro. I just want to say uh, uh, thank you for, for coming on here with me, man, for the Jam Space podcast. Yeah, man, for uh, sure. Anybody that's listening to this podcast uh, really needs no introduction to who you are. I mean, Mothership's a huge staple in the hard rock, like, underground, and you guys kind of are breaking through right now, man. I'm real proud of you guys. I'm happy to be talking to you right now, bro. Yeah, man. It's good to, good to hear from you. It's been a minute. Yeah, I know, man, with nobody uh, playing. I feel like last time I saw you was when the world was normal. Yeah. So it seems like oh. such a long time ago, huh? It's a long fucking time, man. Yep. So how how has Mothership been, man? How are you guys holding up during all this? Uh, we've been pretty quiet, man. You know, we did like a, that live live stream last April, which was a lot of fun. We never really done anything like that before, and uh, you know, it was kind of weird playing a two hour set in front of no people. You know, I mean, we knew people were watching, but it's still different. You know, for um, sure. I was definitely watching at my house, dude. We had it cranked up on the stereo, on the big screen, all that, bro. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was it was unique, and I feel like you know it. it uh, you know, it was it was kind of the right time to do that, and uh, I feel like you know there was only a few bands before us that had done that, and so we kind of you know I feel like we were kind of one of the earlier bands to get on that whole uh, you know live stream kind of kind of thing, and. Uh, yeah, man, we just we've been uh, honestly just uh, kind of enjoying the downtime a little bit. I mean, shit, we've been so busy for the past you know almost ten years touring every year, you know, <clears throat> grinding hard, and um, 
you know, Mother Nature decided to give us a little break, so we're taking advantage of it right now. Um, yeah, that's the best thing for all of us to do, man. Just kind of take it for what it is and sit back and relax with the family, you know? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, it does suck that you, you know, they got the pandemic, so you can't really go out and do whatever you want to do. But, you know, we get to see, you know, we're around for more birthdays and holidays and, uh, you know, kind of like the life that we really, you know, didn't get to enjoy um, the home life for many years. We're kind of getting to, you know, do that. And, uh, you know, at the same time, explore some, you know, other musical endeavors, you know, other things that we've wanted to do, side projects here and there that we've talked about. That's, you know, I think we've all kind of had it our own little thing, you know, on the side that we, you know, maybe wanted to start or maybe <clears throat> wanted to do. And this is a good time to do it, you know. So, yeah, let's talk about that. You're doing a thing, Temple of Love, down in Austin with those guys with Steve Kolka and um, Susie, Susie, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a, that's a cool little, cool little gig. You know, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, it's it's definitely rock, but it's a different kind of rock. You know, um, Susie's killer vocals. That's really what dragged me in. I, I like the uh, I like the way that she can just belt the blues and the hard rock stuff. And uh, you know, it's a little more on the '80s side. You know, as far you know, if you were to take like a little bit of the cult and you know, kind of uh, you know that vein of '80s and '90s kind of rock. And uh, yeah, it's cool, man. We. Uh, you know, we, we've only played a couple shows together, which was a lot of fun. Um, uh, we recorded, I think we recorded six songs. That's kind of just waiting to get that pushed out. It sounds killer. Um, this dude by the name of Anton recorded it and he did, um, Oh man, I'm trying to think of who he did. It'll, it'll come to me here in a second, but he did, he did a lot of cool nineties rock. He did helmet stuff. He did some helmet stuff back oh, in the nineties, and uh, really cool. So he's got he's got like a cool ear for that kind of style of what that project is, and uh, you know it's cool, man. I'm just trying to get my name on as much shit as I can, you know, especially given the situation of music. I mean, especially our genre of music. I mean, who knows what the fuck it's going to be like when it goes back? You know, there may not be any venues left, and. Yeah, you know, I'm, so I'm trying to explore the avenue of getting my recording credits on a lot of stuff with different musicians that I've had a lot of, you know, respect for over the years. And, you know, my peers that we've, you know, in passing have discussed, you know, wanting to do some projects or record a song or two together. And now I think we're I'm at a point where I could actually get a lot of that stuff done. And I so, think you make a good fit with those guys, too, man. Keeping it Texas, you know, uh, Steve and yeah, all those sure. guys are real cool. Uh, I mean, hell, I like traveling down to Austin, getting a little vacation at the same time, going down there and taking care of business. We just recorded a Deep Purple song with that, and uh, that's going to be on a, uh, I think that's a, uh, um, what the hell is in it? Um, fuck, sorry, I'm having a brain fart here. Um, the same record label that's put out the uh, the comp. Oh, Gloria uh, Death. Glory Duck. There you go. Yeah, good guys. Good guys. Um, yeah, so they, they're putting they're putting out a deep purple thing. So that was a lot of fun. I mean shit, I had to learn how to play the funk on the bass. I had to bass break out the funky jazz, man. And uh, you know, I like being able I like pushing myself when it comes to playing music, you know. I feel like sometimes, especially with the mothership stuff, we play the same fucking songs, you know, three thousand times on yeah. tour for months and months on end and you know, we barely get a chance to get in the jam room and write new stuff before we get the call again to go back on the road. So, you know, it's nice to, you know, get a chance to actually, you know, prove to yourself that you can, you know, 
learn a new style or you know step up to the plate and be able to you know show up learn a song record it and be done with it you know so for sure um but it's so, it's killer i like those guys man temple love yeah it's good shit have you guys had a chance or have you been writing anything for mothership in your in your newfound spare time i mean not really right now man like i said we're just kind of taking it easy i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are chomping at the bit ready to hear some new mothership stuff but uh you know like i said you know it's been nice to kind of you know uh take a step back a little bit and you know i think all three of us have just you know like i said we've got a chance to enjoy a little home life you know i'm always writing stuff i know my brother's always writing stuff you know we 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 actually i just went out with him uh, for his birthday a couple weeks ago and we talked about you know uh revisiting some of the demos that we had done before the uh the pandemic hit and uh you know so i mean we're always kind of working on stuff i mean as far as you know right now there's really no hurry i don't feel like you know i mean there's even if you put a record out it's you know damn near impossible to go on tour right now you know everything's Absolutely. locked down and you know so i mean you know we're, we're not in any hurry you know we're, yeah. we don't feel like we're you know falling behind or anything like that you know i mean Congrats, gotcha. you know much much props to the bands that are out there recording and doing all kind of stuff right now but you know for us it's you know it's kind of cool to just take a step back and you know no for sure i totally get that vibe too man i see you guys doing your thing online man just kind of hanging with the ladies and um <clears throat> the ladies in your life you know what i mean and uh let's talk about your brother for a second bro uh he's a monster guitar player uh, no doubt you guys been playing what's it like playing with your brother man growing up with him getting into music together and then watching each other grow and then seeing him just kind of take off in, into the guitar player that he's become i mean how has that been for you well i mean i think my brother's always had something special um you know i mean even early on you know when i was playing and you know bands that really didn't amount to anything i was just out there you know uh getting my chops up and he was uh you know down studying guitar and shit in school you know what i mean like he was wanting to know the inner workings of how to craft music how to write it how to be a guitar virtuoso he wanted to do it all you know so before the whole rock and roll persona came in to be he did the necessary work to, you know, put the work in to understand how to write good music and how to read music, you know? And, um, you know, which I think is, it says a lot, you know, for his, uh, <clears throat> level of guitar playing and, and, you know, being able to walk into a room and he can just, you know, create something, write something, everything makes sense musically, you know, you're not, you don't have a guy who's like trying to force notes to where they don't belong. Like everything has to basically speak like the English language. It's got to have, you know, a flow to it and it's got to make sense, you know? So he, I mean, he's always, he's always, you know, I, I feel like I had a little bit to help him, you know, basically come to life on stage as far as having a personality, you know, I pushed him real hard to kind of come out of his shell and, uh, you know, I mean, fuck, dude. Once I did that, he just like blew up and uh, turned into a guitar monster. And uh, you know, I've, I've, he's he's working on some really rad, uh, you know, solo stuff and doing the um, top secret stuff. And I'm just happy to see him playing music. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I think that's what makes him happy. And you know, if he's always writing and recording and stuff, and you know, uh, especially in the time where we're kind of like, you know, take, you know chilling out right now it's it's cool to see him you know still putting stuff out 
so it's it's really cool. That's great. I think the whole concept, if I'm understanding correctly, of Topsy Kretz is that he's like doing kind of like a compilation thing with various artists and stuff like that, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of doing it like a Crosby, Stills, Nash kind of style. You know what I mean? Where he goes and gets like a couple different musicians every time he wants to write a song and. You know, I mean, fuck, dude. We, you know, we've traveled the world, but we've we've met so many good musicians and so many cool people that it, it makes sense. You know, I mean, with one, you know, email, one line word to somebody, they're in. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll do it. You know, and so I'm excited to see what musicians he gets on board to do it. That's um, very cool. The first guys I've heard <clears throat> of are, uh, I'm totally blanking on their name. They're from up northern California. Uh, Slow season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are killer. Yeah, I mean those those dudes are those good dudes are pure rock and roll. I mean, you know, he's he's gone out there and recorded a lot of music with them before in the past. So I mean, they've always they've 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 already kind of had that cool connection musically. So I I think it's a cool. I think that was a really cool lineup. I thought he was just going to roll with that and put a new project out, which I thought he should probably do that too because you know that lineup is really cool. Brandon on vocals. I mean, that guy's a you know. Yeah, man. Fuck, you know, they he's killer. Like, they sound like Led Zeppelin, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, he's, oh, yeah. he's 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 that guy's a rock star, man. So you know, it, it's cool. You know, I mean, I think this day and time, you know, you got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to do a lot of different things really good. You know, you got to be able to jam with people. You got to put out as much shit as you possibly can. You got to get your recording credits up. You know, you gotta. It makes you better when you play with other people. That's the bottom line. You know, I mean, you know, you go into a room with, you know, five, six new musicians you never played with. It makes you it makes you do stuff that you maybe haven't done in a long time, you know, and uh, and it makes you better at the end of the day. You know, so I'm proud of him. You know, I'm always proud of my brother. And, uh, you know, like he's, you know, always going to be my brother, first and foremost, music or whatnot. So, you know, he's, he knows I've always got his back. So. Yeah, man, you one know. of my favorite bands were Brothers, and that's Pantera, and you guys are all from the same place over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we we definitely, you know, just like Brothers, you know, we butted heads and disagreed and get over it and move on past it. And, uh, you know, I like to think that we're both in a better spot right now, you know, in our lives. And, you know, I'm excited to see what happens, you know, with uh, when we do decide to get back in the, in the jam room and start kicking out a new record you know i think it's going to be cool when that time comes for sure and so um another one of the avenues that you got is hesher records man i mean uh, what can you tell me about that yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of something uh you know i kind of dreamed up one day you know i really dug what like easy rider records and all those guys were doing for music and you know, discovering cool bands, putting out records. And, you know, I think that's the end game with Hesher. It would be cool to move into like a record label type thing. But in the interim, just keeping the name out there, you know, I've basically started selling a bunch of really cool records that I've collected over the years that just sit on my shelf. I mean, I don't really listen to them. I'd rather have someone else have the opportunity to explore albums that I've already explored, you know? So, yeah, I think the first time I saw Mothership live, I bought a uh, Bob Dylan record from you guys. <laughs> yeah, Kelly used to peddle the Hesher Records stuff out at the merch table and shit, and uh, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, we'll kind of, you know, if he's got some records, he'll sell some stuff. I'll sell some records. You know, that that's kind of what it is right now. But, that's smart though, you know, man, because if you got eyes on you, if they're in your like Hesher Records store, they're will and you're willing and dealing, you got them there. You know, and then you're like, well, check out the Mothership stuff too. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's, you just got to keep trying to connect as much as you can to, to keep the stuff relevant. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
you know, 2021, man, you know, now more than ever, I mean, you know, you know this, you're in a kick-ass rock band. I mean, you know, you got to always just kind of keep up, you know, keep putting stuff out or doing something creative like you're doing right now, you know, to stay relevant where people can, you know, keep tabs on what you got going on. Yeah, you know, so I'm really uh, glad that I fell into podcasting, man. I've been do, I've been listening to him for so long and been thinking about doing I love more. podcasts, man. I think that's a great idea. It's killer. So, can you touch on like uh social media real quick because you were just saying about how it, it, we got to keep staying relevant and then we're moving into like a new era of social media that I've been kind of hesitant about is like TikTok and that kind of stuff. I mean, do you mess yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of that shit, man. I mean, I mean, I think that TikTok's just, you know, I would take Instagram and Facebook over TikTok yeah. and Snapchat. You know, I think that it's a little, it's a little weird, um, especially for our scene. Yeah. Um, you know, pop music, hip hop music. If you know, if you want to do that kind of shit, that's cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I downloaded the fucking app, you know, during the quarantine, and my girlfriend's sending me funny videos, and I'm cracking up. But never once was I like, oh, I got to get my band on this thing. You know what I mean? Like it was just more or less like watching people do funny or stupid shit. You know? Yeah, um, I'm glad to hear you <laughs> say that, man, because I just feel like more and more it's less and less about the music, and you just you, yeah. Yeah, there's no reason to keep make it like a full-time job where you got to have like 50 fucking different social media things you got to update every day. I mean, you can connect your Instagram to your Facebook page, to your Twitter page, and that's all you need. I mean, if you're putting cool shit out, if you got cool content, if you're putting out a cool t-shirt or a you know, a piece of artwork or maybe like a snippet in the jam room, dude, Instagram will blow up. Facebook will blow up. Like you don't have to like, you know, you can do it. I'm not saying you're not, you know, not to do all the social stuff. If, if that's what you want to do. I'm just saying for me personally, I like to keep it short and, you know, a short list of that social media stuff and it's worked, you know, I mean, that's kind of how we, you know, honestly, like we got early on, we played a lot of biker parties and did a lot of cool shit. Cause we were on fucking Instagram. You know what I mean? Oh Yeah. And, uh, you know, like a lot of people, have, you know, now, are, you know, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook and, you know, like, so to a certain extent, I mean, this day and time, you got to have it. It's an, it's a, it's a necessity, you know, but like, I mean, I would take like, I mean, I'd take like Spotify or something over like TikTok. I mean, I know that you can get your music on TikTok and you might be able to make some money doing that, but I don't know, man, that, that, that to me just feels like a totally different, like era to me yeah you know what i mean that's like how it feels I feel like too that's, it's for it's for the people like younger than us you know yeah <laughs> yeah that i don't really i mean yeah you know hey they heard a, a fleetwood mac song and it went viral you know what i'm saying but really i mean do they really care about anything else other than like you know the hip-hop and the pop stuff i mean it's only like a five second clip of a song anyways you know what i mean so it, it's it is what it is man i mean bands can do whatever they want to do just me personally i just don't really see the see the point in it you I know, know. Like, i hear you I, I agree with you man uh do you enjoy other genres of music outside like rock and roll and metal and stuff oh yeah man i love it all i really do love it all i mean there's not a genre that i won't listen to i mean i'll have you know i'll have my days where i listen to like you know soul music i'll have days where i'm listening to black metal i'll have days where i'm listening to hip-hop of days i'm listening to 90s rock grunge you know what i mean like yeah. classic rock blues fuck whatever man you know I, the cool thing about spotify people knock that shit you know they're like fuck spotify i'm like whatever dude you know i mean what you're not getting paid for spotify get in line i mean we're we're not making millions of dollars playing rock and roll anyways you know what i mean like yeah so it's like 
I like Spotify because I could just put on a cool like it'll you know <clears throat> take all my interest in music and it'll put together like a badass playlist instantly whereas like i remember like in the early 2000s i had to spend like three or four hours on the fucking computer just putting a cool playlist together you know what i mean (laughs) i I remember when pandora happened it blew my mind dude yeah dude but even pandora early on was only playing like you know four or five bands in the realm of what you chose you know what i'm saying so if you pick like the sword radio on pantera you might hear like you know, Mothership or like four other artists and it'll just kind of rotate around those five artists, right? But yeah. like Spotify, that shit will get you down some rabbit holes, man, you know? So I, I don't really understand the whole knocking on it. I mean, you know, I guess I guess we've always just been such a blue collar band, just go out and earn the money and sell the merchandise. And that's how we, you know, paid our bills. And I, I don't know, like, I guess I never really looked at things like Spotify as like some platform that I could be making tons of money off of. You know, it's like fuck. People want to listen to it, killer. Just come out to a show. You know, come out to a show, buy a t-shirt, listen to it all you want to. You know, yeah. Like, download the music. You know, share it with your friends. Come out to a show. People are so used to free music now that they're gonna get that music for free, whether it's on Spotify or however yeah, they YouTube, get it. Yeah, you YouTube, know? fuck, it's all free out there. SoundCloud. I mean, look at some of the biggest rappers in the world started on SoundCloud for free. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so it's uh, you know, I just think it's you know, I think you know, for music in general and regardless of genre, I think it's about a lot about luck and uh, you know, I think you got to have a good work ethic, you know, and you got to be willing to sacrifice a lot. I definitely have a hierarchy of like the social media and the internet stuff that I mess with. And Bandcamp's at the top of that list. And then it's like Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Twitter. Uh, yeah, Bandcamp, Bandcamp had just started because, you know, we, we had we put out like the, the Mothership, the early, like the, when we put out the first Mothership album, I mean, you know, Bandcamp was just getting started. So, I mean, you know, now they got like ways of, you know, you know paying the artists you know a lot you know a good amount and you know so it's it's really cool that 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 platform's come a long way um i remember when we first got started i was like what the fuck is Bandcamp? (laughs) yeah no (laughs) doubt i'm like what do you mean like why don't you just put it on their ipod you know i'm like put it on myspace (laughs) (laughs) put that shit on myspace i guess you know you guys was myspace still around when mothership was getting started Nah, man, nah. that was that was a little that was a little. Yeah. yeah, we started writing, we started writing Mothership demos, December of tw- or November of 2010. Nice. We started. We got three demos done, and we and I want to say that we we started gigging in like January or February of 2011. And was your pops playing drums for you at this time? Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 basically. I, I was like, I'm booking shows. This is how we're gonna start. So that's <laughs> so your, cool. Y'all man. get your asses ready because we're gonna start playing some shows. So yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I just kind of it was it was funny on my uh, Facebook memories popped up and it was like the first pictures that we took as a band. I guess you could say with my dad in it, and it was cool, man. It, it seemed like fuck. Seems like a lifetime ago. You know, it's like I got way more gray hair now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, my son plays the drums and we jam together and I can only imagine how proud your pops must be of you guys, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, they're uh, him and mom are super happy. And, uh, you know, I mean, shit, they got to go to Europe, you know, and got to tour around Europe and see all the cool shit, you know, just because their kids played. You guys were on a big, nice bus, too, huh? <laughs> not the first, not the first time. Oh, gotcha. but that was actually that was yeah, but the 
we did that Stone Jesus tour and uh, Elephant Tree tour, and we got a bus with them, and it was mayhem. So <laughs> it's looking like the festivals over in Europe are a bust this year. Well, I mean, fuck, what'd you expect? I see all these fucking people announcing tours. People announcing tours since April of last year. Like, oh, in the fall, we're going to go back on the road. I'm like, why don't y'all just relax? Yeah. Why don't y'all just fucking relax, dude? It ain't going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, as bad as I want it to happen and want to get on stage and see people, like, I want the real thing, dude. I don't want to be looking out there with a bunch of people with masks on, six feet apart from each other, standing completely still, yeah, afraid to death that they're going to get sick. <clears throat> It is you know, very weird, man. It's a weird thing. I should I had COVID, dude. I just got over it, man. You know? Like yeah. I mean, it's it's the shit is fucking weird and it's different, you know? And I've been real sick before in the past. And I didn't get real sick, you know, but the way that I got sick was weird, you know? And so it may it's understandable how, you know, the science needs some time to catch up to this thing, you know? So hey, man, you know, <laughs> we're going to go back to playing shows eventually. We're going to play festivals eventually and, you know, I think you know, all these bands announcing these tours and canceling the tours, announcing the tours, canceling the tours. It's like, dude, just chill, just relax <laughs> yeah, and just wait until they tell us we can do it. You know, I think every band's chomping at the bit to be the first band back on the road whenever they open the floodgates. You know what I mean? And it's just like, dude, you know, we don't really even know the mental issues that are going to come from this shit. You know, like people might be scared to go out in the public if they say it's okay without a mask. You know what I mean? We don't know. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't know the psychological effects from all this shit, you know, even the economic backlash that's going to happen, you know? Well, dude. And I mean, how many badass venues and, and bars and shit have closed? I mean, I haven't even begun to think about routing a tour because what used to work for us two years ago, it may not look anywhere near to be in the same shit as it is now, you know? So, I mean, there may be holes all over the country where we got to drive from Chicago all the way to Phoenix because there's no venues in between, you know? Wow, like, man, that's insane. And you think about that, like you said, from a financial standpoint, I mean, that's not really worth going on the road if you're going to be flat-ass broke. and You know, it doesn't make sense. So, mm-hmm. so you but guys yeah, man, on- I mean... <clears throat> I'm trying to try to stay positive down here, you know. I, I think last year, every, you know, all my musician buddies, we all went through our phases of depression and anger, and you know, like freaking out. What are we gonna do? What should I do? Should I go get a real job? Should I do this? What the fuck am I doing? You know, like it's it sucks. Yeah, you man. know. And you know what? I think the guys that have just kind of been keeping quiet are the ones that are doing the right thing. I mean, I haven't heard anything from a lot of bands that I follow, and then a lot of other bands that I follow. You know, they're releasing music and stuff. But I guess the people yeah. that don't have music to release, the smart thing to do is just let it rest, just like you said. Uh, yeah, and build up a little hype, you know, like you yeah. know, you know, build up a little uh, mystique again, you know, like what's the band doing? Are they even a band anymore? Did they break up? I haven't heard anything. You know, Absolutely. it's like I see, I see all this shit on the internet, and it kind of cracks me up because it's exactly what we want. We want people wondering about what we're doing because whenever we do put something out, they're gonna fucking listen to it. Oh yeah, know? I've seen so. I've seen whispers around the internet. Did mothership break up? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I just wanted to ask you about you guys were on Glatzenberry and they, they canceled. Am I right? Well, we weren't. We weren't on that. No, I just did. A, I saw that the other day. That was the first big one to cancel twenty twenty one stuff. So 
that goes is, man, is once Europe starts pulling the plug, that shit starts, you know, everybody else kind of starts falling in line. I mean, you know, we're booked to play Psycho Vegas in August this year. But all, I've still heard that we're it's still a go. We announced some stuff not too long ago about it. So, you know, like I said, you know, I, I'm not freaking out and trying to get answers. And I need to know this. And I got to I'm just I'm just letting shit just work itself out. And if it doesn't work out, then in 2022, we pack everything up and go, you know, go back and do what we need to do. So would you be are but, you comfortable with going to Psycho if it's all a go by August and everything's good? Yeah, I mean, shit, yeah, I mean, if it's, uh, you know, fuck, I already got the goddamn shit, so. <laughs> yeah, you're good to go for a while. <laughs> I mean, you know, shit, I don't know. Yeah. You know, the doc- I asked I asked the doctor, I said, well, is this, does this mean I'm like, a, am I like a mutant? Am I immune to it now? I can just walk around without a mask? He's like, ah, after 90 days, you're back in the pool, brother. So, wow. <laughs> you know, so I don't know, man. You know, it's I, for me, it's like I was watching, uh, I was watching this, uh, it was an uh, interview with the uh, um, what's his name? Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were interviewing him about stand up comedy and like the stat, you know, it was basically their industry. He's talking about standard community, live comedy, shit like that. And the guy asked him a question and he said, well, you know, I mean, if they, if they say you can go into a mass, uh, you know, a comedy, you know, you can have 15, 20 people in there wearing masks. He's like, do you want to go on stage and do it? And he said, no, nah. he's like, I want the real drug, man. Yeah. And when he said that, I hit the floor. I was like, for real. I was like, I hit the floor. I was like, man, I could not agree more with that statement because it's like, I want the real thing. I want to feel the fire, man. I want to feel the crowd. I want to hear the noises. You know, I don't want to look out and have it look like a sci-fi movie. You know what I mean? Jeez, like, man. I can see it right now, man. It seems like it was <laughs> so long ago. Uh, the oh, last the show, last- I was at a concert. Me and my wife went to a show the night before they shut everything down, and it was a Patrick Sweeney concert, man, and, and mm-hmm. some good rock and blues music, dude. He he's awesome. And, and then, yeah, I can't remember. Shit, I can't even. I can't even. Man, I feel like it's been a lifetime ago since I even. I was working. I was doing stagehand stuff up at Gas Monkey in Dallas. I think the last concert I saw was Overkill outside at gas monkey nice and and i think one of those dudes got sick like like a few like a week later because death angel had just come back from europe oh wow and their drummer their drummer almost died from covid from covid and he he got the original strain like from italy and shit so like he came back and was like on his deathbed like it was it was pretty bleak but will pulled through and then i remember hearing about that but yet they hadn't shut anything down yet and so there was an overkill show and i'm pretty sure there was a couple dudes sick on that and right after that is whenever you know they canceled all the shows and that was weird it was i remember that that was so weird i was like there's no way they're gonna there's no way they're gonna shut it all down. Come on, no and yeah. sure shit. They <laughs> yeah. shut that shit down. <laughs> Isn't it, it's so wild, man. It's like Psycho went, and I was like, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, like we had like some really killer shows lined up too, and like we canceled everything. I mean, it was just like you know. And then like our agent and people were just like, well, let's let's try to let's try to announce a fall tour. And I'm like, no. I don't want to be that band that's always like, hey, guys, we're about to go on tour again. Hey, guys, we just canceled. Hey, guys, we're going on tour. Hey, guys, we just canceled. Hey, you know what I mean? It's like when I see that shit on social media, I'm like, well, what the fuck did you guys think was going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, did you think that, 
you know, from where we're at, like this shit takes a long time, you know, like, I mean, I feel like we still have another year of this, you know, and I think the Europe Glastonbury, those guys are getting ahead of it. They're like, fuck it. We're canceling the next year. No reason, no reason to even try to mess with it, you know? So as bad as I want it to come back, as bad as I want to go play rock and roll music again and write records and have it feel like being normal again, like I get it. You know, it's like, I, I understand and it sucks. I mean, I'm having to hustle like I've never hustled in my life. You know, it's like, you know, to keep the fucking bills paid and, but Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You I know? hear you on that, man. And we're all doing this together, you know? Um, and I think you guys are doing the right thing. Just waiting until it all fucking, until we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? I know that's what I'm waiting for, man. You know, I'm waiting for that sign. I'm waiting, you know, I, I, I know, I know when I'm going to be ready to fire up the engines again, you know, and, uh, I'm not looking to jump the gun and get people's hopes up and then have to cancel stuff. And, you know, I want to do it right. And I want to, you know, I want to, you know, make sure that we don't have to cancel anything, you know, cause I don't like to cancel stuff. So, so you guys are on the Deep Purple compilation and the Glory or Death compilation as well. Uh, you talking about Temple of Love? Oh, Temple of Love is on the um, Deep Purple, right? Yeah, Temple of Love's on Deep Purple. I'm. I, I don't have any. I don't have any hand in on the uh, the Glory of Death compilation. My brother's in on that. Oh He's yeah. That. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Top Secrets. Okay. Yeah, he's got that going, man, and. Uh, is there anything yeah, else I've that you actually, want to put I've out got, there? Yeah, I got I got a cool little I got another cool little gig going on right now, man. I've been writing some tunes with uh, Henry Vasquez from St. Vitus and the Skull, and uh, he wow. uh, also plays in Blood of the Sun. And uh, he's on drums and on guitar. Clayton Mills from Dixie Witch, she's playing guitar. And uh, yeah, we just kind of one day just decided to get together and write some stuff, and we got, we've got some cool stuff. So be looking for that um be looking for probably something this year probably get a tune or two out you know and uh you know like i said man i mean you know i'm, I'm about to be 38 years old i want to be writing as much music as possible you know and i've known these guys forever and it's it's more it's more fun for me you know it's not like i'm trying to prove a point or piss people off or i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want to do and i want to write music and record stuff you know what i mean so so be looking for that. I got that. I got that little cool little project coming. And um, does it have a know, name? So, you guys got a name yet, or are you keeping it under wraps? We're keeping it under wraps right now. But we got a cool name for it. Yeah, we that's cool awesome. Man. I'm looking forward to all that, Kyle. I want to thank you so much for coming on here and just uh, talking about you know what it's like for a band like you guys uh, with all this shit going down. So. Yeah, man, we're still together. We're just in a holding pattern right now, just waiting for them to tell us we can fire up the thrusters and go kick some ass. But, you know, for the time being, everybody take care of yourself and be thankful for your loved ones that are still here because a lot of people lost a lot of good people around them to the sickness, you know. So be smart, you know. The, the shit is real. I mean, I fucking had it. I know it's real. <laughs> so don't listen to the shit you hear on the Internet about it being some weird fucking thing. It's People mm -hmm. are getting sick, so... But much love to you, brother, and appreciate the call. And uh, right. to everybody else out there, love you guys. And hopefully when the world gets back to normal, we can get that real that real taste again. Get the real thing. Hey, thank you, Kyle, man. You guys be good over there in Dallas. All right, you too, brother. Talk to you soon, all right? Yes, sir. Bye.